BFF Beer Friends Football. What's going on, everyone? NFC and AFC Championships this week, which means only two more weeks before the Super Bowl. Joining me, as always, Adam Zombeck. What's going on? And Jordan Chance. Another uh, bad week for me in terms of game picks, so that's cool. Great week for me. Great week for betting for me, by the way. This weekend, I won $200, so... Can't beat that. Can't beat that. So what was that on? Very nice. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Yeah, so I bet... I put down 10 on the money line of Titans winning. I just had a feeling, even though I picked them... Even though I picked the Ravens in our pick them, I had a feeling. So, basically doubled my money there. got, like, 19 bucks. And then I, I bet... I as well. I bet 5 bucks that uh, Mahomes and Deshaun Watson would both throw... For 300 yards and two touchdowns hit on that and then that was like 55 bucks after my bet and then i bet 10 that devonta adams and tyler lockett would each get 100 yards and a touchdown and a hit on that and that one was like 180 damn i know i was like bro so yeah with that being said why don't we just drink some beers and celebrate my fucking 200 dollars so yeah, I'm gonna have I to wish that would have happened in. prior to the uh, prior to this weekend, so you could have bought some drinks. Fuck that! I wasn't buying you shit, bro. I but anyway, you shit either. Let's crack these beers. Ready? Yep. Do it. You gotta go back for a second swig. Yeah, just if you're not a little unsure. I have a Sierra Nevada Tropical Tornado Torpedo. I'm sorry, IPA. It's a, it's pretty good. A little IPA, a little flowery almost. Pretty solid. Hmm. I'm still thinking, George. What do you got? Uh, I got just a Penn Brewery Lager. Yeah. You know what, dude? I need to try more Penn Brewery. Everything I've ever had from them is good. I've only had like three beers, but yeah, I was um, I was at fucking Giant Eagle picking some shit up, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna. Dude, that's what I pick every. Shout you know out. what? Shout out to Giant Eagle. That's right. <laughs> Shout and out you know to what? PA allowing alcohol in, in grocery like, stores. Yeah, yeah grocery after like a hundred years. And for those who can't understand our accents, we're talking about Giant Eagle. It is a grocery store, but in Pittsburgh, we say Giant Eagle. Which makes no sense at all, but Dude, don't, half the you shit know what people say doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and you know what, listeners, fuck you. Don't judge us, okay? <laughs> That's all I gotta say. <laughs> um, I'm drinking a Southern Tier 2X Double Milk Stout. Interesting. Yeah, it kind of tastes like chocolate milk. I'm not gonna lie. Huh? I could get on board with that. Fair. But it sort of has a little bit of a hoppiness to it. With like, the 2X. Yeah, it yeah makes sense. so it's kind of weird. It's like an IPA and a stout fucked, and they had this. Interesting. Not bad. <clears throat> Not bad. Yeah. Uh, Southern Tier is local, I believe, right? Uh, they're uh, based out of New York. Yeah, local enough. It's on the eastern side of the states. They got a bar downtown. I mean, they have a brewery downtown. Yeah, that's why I thought they were local. Also. Yeah. So shout out to... We're just going to hand out... We're at Oprah. Shout out here and here. Shout out to... Southern tier in the North Shore of Pittsburgh, but yeah, 
before we get to these games, let's talk about surprising news earlier this morning. Luke Keekley retiring. <coughs> it was he 28 years old? Yeah, Something like that. And he had, he had about 28 concussions. So, I mean, I fully support his retirement. He's had way too many concussions. Yeah, um, that uh, like when watching his video, like that's all it is. He's just like, I don't think I could do it and not be fucked up for the rest of my life. So, yeah, he had a lot, especially he had a lot close together, too. He I just mean, almost every he, year. He yeah. seriously plays like he would be in the mean Joe Green, you know, steel curtain era. Like he's just mean. It's like all these people. Yeah, it's the best way you can describe it. It's mean. Yeah, um, he's definitely one of the best linebackers in the game right now. Um, people were saying he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Right? Easy, man. We're, the Hall oh, of yeah. Fame is getting so watered down anymore. Like, he used to be the best of the best. Now it's just like, eh, you were kind of <laughs> on the edge, but we'll throw you in. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's on. there's less than three. What, there's like 330 uh, members or what, almost 340 now after they announced the centennial class. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not that many when you think about how many people have played. But <clears> when you're just talking about great players, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Keekley might get into the Hall of Fame. I don't think it'll be, you know, he's not first. He I don't think he's first ballot. Um, I don't know if he's Hall of Fame. But, I mean, the, the guy, defensive rookie of the year, defensive player of the year, three-time All-Pro, seven-time Pro Bowler in a nine-year career. That's pretty good. All right. When, you, might, you might have sold me. Yeah. like I just – I I thought the same thing. I was like, damn, he's retiring already. And then people were talk, like saying all this stuff about, you know, oh, man, first ballot Hall of Famer. He's going to be getting in the Hall of Fame so easily. It's like – when I thought about that, I was like, dude, he hasn't even done anything. Like, they haven't won a Super Bowl. I completely – like I didn't, I figured he won offense or defensive rookie of the year. I did not know he won defensive player of the year. Um, and I know, I mean, he's obviously him and Bobby Wagner are the best two linebackers in the game. Like, and I disregard the outside linebackers if they're primarily doing pass rushing. I, I, well, I yeah, just, he, he's a pure middle linebacker. I mean, yeah. you only, he's only going to get judged as a middle linebacker. Yeah. Um, I mean, he <clears throat> since 2012, so eight years, 2012, he has the most tackles in the league. Yeah, I'm looking at his stats, too. It is an obscene amount of tackles. The yeah, stat that really jumps out me, though, <clears throat> how about this fucking stat? So this last year, the year that just happened, 2019, he had 12 pass def- defenses. That's a lot. For Dude, a middle linebacker. I'm pretty sure it was this season. Like, he had he had a... I can't remember if it was this season. I was watching Good Morning Football, I think, yesterday morning or this morning. And they were talking about him. And they're talking about how he's just... He's so good, he literally does everything. And at one point, it was like a 50-yard bomb he got scored on. But he was covering Julio. Like... A little linebacker covering Julio. Like, you, I don't know what else you can say about him. Like, that just shows his talent. You know, he's a uh, man. I just don't know. Like, because all right, he has great stats. Don't get me wrong, but like, if he did, if he had those, if he carried those great stats for like another three, four seasons, then I'd be like, yeah, 
Hall of I Famer. Th- his like, stats would be even better, though, if it wasn't for the concussions and the injuries that he's had. Uh, I absolutely. agree. I just, oh, dude, I don't know. You can't, like, can't fault him, though, for being injured all the time. No, you can't. But there are so many people whose careers have been cut short that could have been in the same position. I just, I don't know, man. I I just think, I, not necessarily him. I'm kind of, He's kind of just getting picked on right now. But I feel that the, the Hall of Fame has been just watered down. I just feel like it's not as immaculate as it was. Um, I mean, I, I see when you, when you say that it's like, you, you really think that cause you're, when you're thinking of hall of fame, you're thinking about the guys that absolutely have just changed the game and are, uh, it's the one player that every team plans for when they play like always all the time. They're always, you know, top five in stats for their respective positions and things like that. I agree with you, but then you just look at some of the guys that haven't gone in yet and maybe haven't even been finalists. And you're like, wow, this guy was a member of the all decade team and he hasn't even been a finalist. And he's like, what, what are they doing here? Dude, that prime, you know what? That's a prime, um, what's it called? Prime example, what you brought up. Okay. Immediately they're like Luke Keithley hall of fame, right? Prime example, uh, Donnie Shell just got inducted. I mean, yeah. people have been calling for him to get the Hall of Fame for years. Okay, he retired. Let's see how many years he played. 13 years. He had 51 interceptions. That is, that's a number that just doesn't get hit anymore. I think Richard Sherman is the most currently with like 35, and he's not gonna he's not gonna hit 51. His career is almost over. He's only got a few years left. 51 interceptions, and he took him until 2020 to get into the Hall of Fame. Like, that's why I, hate, I have a problem with just being, oh, that guy's a Hall of Famer. But the thing is, Luke Keekley will get the Gale Sayers treatment. Gale Sayers got hurt. His 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 career got cut short. He had a promising career, and he got cut short. Only had – he had 4,900 rushing yards, and they put him in the Hall of Fame because he was that amazing in that many years, and then he got a knee injury when the, when the surgeries weren't that good back in the day, and he could, they couldn't fix his knee. He's just going to get that treatment because he was that good in that short period of time. I don't know. Call me just old fashioned, but like to me, you got to be like fucking unbelievable. And I don't know. To your point, you said he, you got to get planned for and change the game, but I don't know. I feel like there's I mean, a lot I of totally agree with you. That that's like when you talk to a lot of people, mostly people that are so obsessed with the sport that they're obsessed with. When it could be any Hall of Fame. Uh, whether it be baseball, basketball, hockey, when you're talking to, you know, just people, just fans, normal fans, and you mentioned somebody meant got in the Hall of Fame, and they're like, who is that? And you're like, dude, what are you talking about? Who is that? Like, it's this this guy that, you know, has the most touchdowns out of this team and stuff like that. But compared to us, like, I, I think we – I'm not too well-versed in the older – generations so like i need to get my knowledge up there i'll be honest but when we go based on the modern era what we're watching right now some of these guys you're just like this is ridiculous like in my opinion julio jones i I think he should probably be a hall of famer yeah i agree i agree with that i I agree calvin johnson is to me anymore it's so much harder for defensive players for me to say oh you're a hall of famer i mean you're not getting 
the not game, even sacks. Yeah, the game's exactly. so catered to the offense. You're not yeah. going to match stats from back in the day. So it's no. so much harder. So in an eight-year career, eight, nine-year career, having over 1,000 tackles, yeah, almost 1,100 tackles is crazy. Like he, he had in his – Luke Keekley, um in his career – had 800, 118 games played. I think his total number of tackles was is 1,092. So almost, almost 10 tackles a game. That's kind of ridiculous. He missed. Yeah. I thought he missed more games than this. He only missed 10 total games in nine seasons. So I mean, I'm sort of picking on him and using an example. It's probably not the best example. He is really good and was really good. I'm just kind of like. Stop throwing the damn Hall of Fame out. Like, this is a very I, unpopular I opinion. I, very, I agree. Very unpopular opinion. Especially I just in feel like it's a it's a big emotional thing that, like, as soon as it happens, like, everyone yeah. just latches onto it. So it's just kind of like, I mean, well, who knows just, if it'll actually happen or not. But before we get to the game, I just want to, like, one quick point, and it's very unpopular, especially in Pittsburgh, but I did not think Bill Calvert was a Hall of Fame coach. I'm just going to say he's my, he's probably my favorite coach of all time, but. Yeah. Like, you don't like Tomlin? I, I don't mind. I mean, I Tomlin's not my favorite, but I don't also like hate Tomlin. There's sometimes where I'm like, God, Tomlin is just bad in this aspect. Game management, it's always been his downfall. But not ever having a losing season. And uh, granted, he's always had Ben. But this year to go eight and eight, granted, he was eight and five and lost three three games. But like, what is a man supposed to do? But Cower had pretty good stats. I thought he was a pretty good coach. A Hall of Fame coach, like that. That's just like to me is like yeah I I think it's for him specifically I think it's less about his stats and more just about what he did to the game in general yeah and sports casting playing like and this is it's the centennial year so it like they open it up and you know widen their views on it a little bit because again today David Baker the president of the Pro Football Hall of Fame was on Good Morning Football, and he did his whole thing saying, like, he went about how he and a lot of the voters, you know, broadened the, you know, the requirements to being able to get in. Like, see, to me, that's the thing. Football Hall of Fame should be about football. No one gives a shit what you do outside of football, unless you're just a quote unquote contributor, like Steve Sable got in, and I think he should because he literally. May, he brought the game into people's homes with NFL films. Yeah. So like I mean, that, there's a lot of shit that wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for right. having NFL films. So and it's I, just I like, can agree there. But I don't know. I just I, 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 I just feel like now they're gonna be like, all right, now that Cowher got in, it kind of just opens the door for other coaches. Like Andy Reid might get in, but if Andy Reid never wins the Super Bowl, he shouldn't get in. I, I, my opinion, a coach. The only time somebody should get in. If they haven't won the Super Bowl, at least a coach, is if they do something insane like, like Chuck um, Noll, four Super Bowls, Bill Walsh, three Super Bowls, yeah. or four Super Bowls. Uh, yeah, I don't think a Super Bowl win should guarantee you the. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't think it should guarantee you, but it should be a requirement. And now that like, oh, I think uh, it should be a requirement I mean, too. Yeah. yeah. Like it, in this case, like Colt said, if Andy Reid never wins it, I don't think he should get in. Like I mean, you got Cower one and one. In the future, Tomlin will probably be one and one. Tomlin's definitely getting in because Cower got in. Cower made it that much easier to get in. Tony Dungy, sure. Tony Dungy had great teams and won one Super Bowl, and he should have won. I'm right more there with you. Though. I don't, 
I don't think the Cowers should have gotten in. Like Tom I mean, Flores, was... who coached. I mean, we're, I'm getting on a damn rant now. Tom Flores, who coached the Raiders in the in the 80s. I think he won two Super Bowls when they were LA Raiders. He's not in. Like, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know his exact coaching stats, but like, I don't think they were bad. Yeah, I don't know. The the coaching to me for coaching, it's so much harder to say. Like, oh yeah, you should get in for sure. Like, I feel like if, for me personally, if I'm a voter for a coach to get into the Hall of Fame, you need to have two appearances, at least one win. If you don't have that one win, like you can go, you know, fifteen and one in the in the regular season every year, but then come playoffs, what you lose every time? Like, yeah. What does that speak to you? That you just, you know, when it, when it matters the most, you, you don't get it done. And I would agree. I think that in terms of players too, like especially quarterbacks now, since they are literally the offense. If you don't have a quarterback, you're fucked. So I don't know. It, it's it's really hard um, in terms of Hall of Fame for me anymore. I don't know. I just don't. I mean, me personally, I never paid a whole lot of attention to the Hall of Fame stuff. Just because I always prefer the here and now. Yeah, I can understand. Just it's to me, it's um, it's great to see players get really recognized, but it's just, I, in my opinion, I don't think it should be a guaranteed, you know, eight people or whatever it is to get into the Hall of Fame every single year. Like, that, I would I agree, this, but I guess at the same time, I mean, you're eligible for how many years. Yeah, I mean, so like, I'm not I mean, saying I'm not saying you can't put like I don't know, 20 people as finalists. It's just a matter of, all right, we have these finalists, but who really deserves it? You know? Right. Who who? Because when you if you do it in the big games and you're doing it in the regular season, that's great. Like if you're someone who shows up in the playoffs but not in the regular season, I mean, to me, I don't think you should be getting in. I mean, at the same time, the playoffs is really what matters, though. You're right, but if you're not helping your team get to the playoffs, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. That's tricky. I, I think you just have to do it all. Like, if you don't do it all, you're not. And that's not fair. Fame worthy. Definitely like, fair. You get watered down at that point. Um, but getting away from the Hall of Fame stuff, I did the main reason why. I, I definitely wanted to talk about Luke Keekley is I think we're going to start seeing a lot more players, especially players that have are injury prone retiring early like this. hundred percent. I mean, I feel like people have come to value life a little more than money and at least the smart ones. And I feel like they've realized that it's not worth it playing forever. Cause then, you know, yeah. Consequences. I mean, there's, there's definitely, yeah, the, the consequences of, you know, getting hurt, whether that be, you know, brain injuries or just, you know, it could be an injury. What if, you know, broke your leg four times. Like, right. I feel you still like on Luke Keekley here. Uh, yeah. T- um, we're specifically talking about how more people might start ending up retiring sure. at a really early age. Like yeah. I have a list of prominent players that were great like Keegley retired at 28 
Uh, Andrew Luck retired this year, 29. Gronk retired at 29. Who's the guy from the Niners that retired after his rookie year? He, he was had a great rookie year. Uh, oh. Uh, a few years ago, his linebacker. Yeah. I don't know, but, I mean, there's Patrick Willis who played for the Niners, but he retired at 30. He retired that early. I thought he was older than that. Yeah, he retired at 30. And, I mean, there's, I don't think it was – I personally don't know. It, it, to me, it seems more like Ooh, a Barry Sanders situation. Like Chris Howard Borland. Johnson. Chris Borland is who I'm talking about. I do. That's I right. That guy. Yeah, it was a big thing. I do remember yeah. that. <clears throat> he had 107 uh, tackles in his first first season ever. Two interceptions, a fumble recovery, and a sack. And he was a middle linebacker, I believe. But he had a promising career. And he was like, nah, I'm good. Um, but I don't blame him. I mean, hey, wanna... you just you, you play it as a career, and then you're just like this. Just this doesn't make me happy. Then good for you, though. I mean, do we want to uh, dissect a couple games? You mean yeah. the only two games? Yeah, yeah. that's why I said a couple, bro. <laughs> the couple only two. couple games. Yeah, and a kind of interesting fact is the guy that blew the. Uh, the ref that blew the Saints-Rams-NFC title game with that non-PI call, his crew is working the Super Bowl this year. Oh, so that's nice. fantastic. So fantastic. It would be even better if the Saints were in it, though. Um, but, yeah, I'm kind of on the point of just laughing at the Saints at this point because they're just, they get fucked in some aspects, but they're just whining about it so much. Yeah, fuck them. I mean, um, what else are you going to do? Yeah, true. And the First fans, game. it's not like the fans affected it. I mean... Yeah. First game uh, we got is Titans at the Chiefs. Um, dude, what a hell of a first two games for the Titans. Just come out there. They fucking punched the Ravens right in the mouth. Oh, yeah. Dude, they um, handled the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, saw them in the face. Dude, they're all, their Titans O-line was just murdering Ravens defense. They were just killing them off the ball. I mean, they are supposed to be really good, though. Like, Jack Conklin, Taylor Lewan, uh no, one of the guy. I'm not discounting that, but, like, to just murder Baltimore's defense, oh, who's been great no, all I, year. No, I agree with you. I'm just saying they haven't played like that, though, at least, like, in the last two years. like, And Taylor Lewan even came out and said, he was like, I'm, earlier this season, I'm hurting this team. I need to stop Well, he was also ass. suspended, wasn't he? Um, he was, I can't remember. I thought that was last year. I think he was this year. I don't know if it's this year. Um, but in his case, it was mainly because of penalties. Like he kept taking like holding false start, you know, stupid penalties like that. Illegal hands to the face. Um, and he came on and it, I think it was actually good morning football. Um, and was, even said he's like I'm I'm hurting this team and he had a whole press conference about it too. Uh, yeah, he got suspended four games this year for failing a drug test for a banned substance. Doesn't say if it was drugs or. Uh, I can't remember. I, I remember that enhancing. coming up because he uh, he had a he did a obviously a press conference about it and was like super emotional and was crying. Yeah, um, but to get like. Back to this game is like I I made my pick solely on 
Motion. I, just, just yeah, emotion. It's that's all it is. I mean, having just and before I say this, I want to say I wasn't great at football, but having played football for years, you kind of just still are just like hyped every time you watch the game, and you're like, oh shit, like yelling at TV like an idiot, <laughs> and being dad on top of that, like it's extra amplified. Um, I didn't want to be like having played football and people were like, oh man, he thinks he's good at football. Like fuck you guys. I was just saying that I played the game. Okay. Yeah, he wasn't. Uh, yeah, I sat on the bench. Admittedly, sat on the bench, but I I played, and I loved watching people get killed, so it was fine. But the Titans, dude, they just get me excited. They just remind me of the early two thousands Steelers, dude. Just running it up with Bettis, just fucking pounding the ball, pounding the ball, playing great defense. Except for Ben is superior to Ryan Tannehill. It's not even funny, yeah. but like they just remind me just smash mouth football in your face and they just get me hyped and they knocked off two of my least favorite teams so like i'm at an impasse because i like the chiefs i like andy reed and i love patrick Mahomes. so it's like eh. but yeah i i agree with you there i'm definitely uh i i made a more logical pick because i wanted to but my heart my heart exceeded my head i, I that's what i even said it was like my my heart is with the titans but Let's be real. It's like 41 unanswered points for the Chiefs. Like I, yeah. I know. But the Texans, Texans are garbage. The Texans, I didn't know. That's what I was just going to say. I know the Texas defense is not great, and the Titans is way better. But still, like, you're down 24 nothing in the first quarter. Yeah. That and was... you come back and score 41 unanswered. <laughs> is 28 the in the second quarter alone. Was that the biggest comeback in any game ever? Forty-one unanswered points was the most points scored unanswered in playoff history ever. But well, I'm just thinking about not even just playoffs, like no, as for as no. far as comebacks, uh, there was like the a Patriots and the uh, Falcons. It was twenty-eight-three. So that was well, actually that's twenty-five. But even that, that was uh, not the biggest comeback. It was like I think it was like thirty-four to three. I think it was actually a Bills team oh, that came back. Was it that or was it the? Uh, they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook game because that one was a pretty bad comeback. Uh, was Dennis Green the Cardinals versus the Bears? Anyway, Got doesn't me. matter. Doesn't matter. But yeah, logically, uh, I it wanted... was the uh, yeah, it was the Bills versus the Oilers. Thirty-two Damn. point de- deficit. But, like I logically wanted to pick the Chiefs. Honestly, I whoever wins, I'm fine with because I do like the Chiefs too. So I'm just kind of like that just beating the other team down to nothing game style that the uh, Titans play. But, I mean, God damn. Patty Mahomes throwing, what, four touchdowns in the first half? I mean. Second quarter. Second quarter. Okay. So even better. Second quarter a lot. (laughs) Dude, if he's not the most liked person in the NFL right now, I mean, Russ has a soft spot in my heart too. So it's like Russ and Mahomes got to be one of the two most liked people in the NFL. So they're so oh, fucking absolutely. good and they're so cool. Number one, dude, I, I got a tough one with this, but I did pick. The I'm gonna Titans. make it. I'm gonna make it easy. I'm going Chiefs here, and I'm going at minus seven and a half, which is what the line is set at. And I'm even gonna take the over two with fifty two and a half. I don't. Uh, I don't want to see exactly. Ryan Tannehill throw eighty eight yards in the Super Bowl. I don't. I yeah. I, I want to see Patrick Mahomes throw for three three fifty. You're such a millennial, bro. You don't want to see Derrick Henry run over the entire defense. No. I mean, he's going to do that. 
Okay, but like, if it was Chiefs beast need, mode, the Chiefs secondary actually, I'm pretty sure their secondary was was really good. Their pass defense was actually really good this season. Um, but, but if, if beast mode was in a Super Bowl running people over, Zombie could be like, yeah, I'm all for it. No, I mean no, I would be no, too. because if I want, he was actually I want doing Russell that, Wilson but like, he would be doing that. Like, you're the one, bro. I don't want to see like the nine. I think the Niners are going to win. It is a transition, but I don't want to see Niners, you know, heavy run team versus another Titans, heavy, heavy run, run team. team. That I don't want to see that. Fantastic. Three of the four final team. teams are heavy run. Like, what do you got? Right. What do you think is going to happen? I want the one heavy pass team to get there. The thing is, all of them can pass though. That is so yeah, wild. but like I understand that's Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Like, I understand that. Definitely pass, dude. They're not in the same caliber as the other three teams, but they have their play action has killed a team. They have the most. Um, oh, I mean, I'm not going to disagree there either, but I think they have the most passes. I mean, he hasn't thrown for over 100 yards, and he didn't need playoff. to. Okay. I know he didn't need to, so but that's not what I want because I have no stake in the Super Bowl this year because the Steelers are out of it. Therefore, I want to see a very exciting, high-scoring game. You were probably okay. I think so it's going to be high-scoring. Like in so my like, opinion, like none of the team, like no team, is going to stop the run. I, I don't think any team is going to do that. I'm going like, to completely disagree on that because I bet you he complained about last year's Super Bowl. That was a whole defensive battle. Right or wrong? I don't even know who played last year. The Rams Patriots, and the Patriots. Patriots. That's what I'm saying. The Rams, Patriots. You guys. I know. I, I, I watched even, it with Brittany's family, and her entire family was like, "Wow, this game sucks. This is boring." Yeah. I'm like, those I, people, like, I was quite literally them. blocked that game out of my mind because of the result. So. See, you're all problems. George's girlfriend's entire family and you. Well, they're Yinzers, man. Like all, all both of her, that family and you should just get the fuck out of here because. You're the problem with this. Don't get me wrong. I would love well, to see a, a 48 to 49 game. Go watch college. I'm not saying, I'm not saying I don't first. like the run, but I think Dude. Mahomes is a much more exciting player than watching Derrick Henry run the ball. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, but you're, see, that's the thing. you're just watching arming dudes and going for 99 yards. Look, that was you're just pretty watching, exciting. You're just watching one aspect, though. Dude, I love watching. But I'm not. Yes, you are. You 100% are. You're watching a quarterback. That's it. I love watching the, the offensive lineman set the entire fucking play. It's not like the Chiefs the don't have running level, backs either. Dude, their running game is horrible. Oh, no. They ran, in the first Stop. half, they ran Stop. it like four times. They are the worst running team in this whole playoffs. Patrick Mahomes is also a rusher. He hasn't rushed that much since he hurt his knee. Stop it. I mean, he did have like, he had like, I think he had 50 rushing yards last game. I would hope he did when he scored like five thousand points. Like well, he had fifty rushing yards last week, and then he had like seventy five in week seventeen. So he has been rushing a lot. But at the end of the day, no, I'm going, like, it, I they're the not a rushing team. I don't care. Pa- Patrick Mahomes rushing is not a rushing team. It's no. not. No. But at the end of the day, I want the most exciting players to watch participating in the base game of the year. Well, I mean, and I, your opinion is your opinion, and it's fucking wrong because Derrick Henry is pretty exciting. Yeah, but Thank he's the you. only person Thank on that you. team that I really care Dude, about. Titan then I don't know what you're talking about. Shoot, they got Kevin Byard, Logan Ryan, Jarrell Casey. Fucking A.J. Like, Brown isn't fun yeah, to watch. Yeah, A.J. Brown. Like, sure. I mean, Jonu Smith. Out of those 88 remember yards. Remember the Jonu Smith catch against the Ravens? Like, that was Zomek fucking remembers disgusting. nothing because there wasn't a quarterback throwing for 4,000 yards. Like, dude, the Titans are as exciting as it gets right now. Their running back, 
had 175 yards or more in two straight playoff games. Oh, Never yeah. That was exciting. Ever. Dude, they were literally... They were demolishing I'm not saying I'm not teams. excited for the Titans. I, they I, are the most physical team in football. Yeah, there's just, not even a question. They are so physical, dude. They are just... See, that's the thing, though. Like, And granted, I'm going to go back to the whole playing thing. Like, I did play line, so like, I'm, I always... For some reason, I just always focus on that game. I just love watching the linemen set the play, get to the second level, and take on linebackers. Like, that to me is exciting in the trenches. That's like the best part of football. Just people just beating each other's ass... Who's going to win? And no, I don't think anybody in the game right now does it better than the Titans. They fight the best when it comes to the trenches. That's exciting as fuck. I don't yeah. want quarterbacks to throw 4,000 yards and five touchdowns in a fucking game. It's just go watch college. That's what it is. That's college football. You can't tell me that the Texans-Chiefs game wasn't exciting to watch. It was just an exciting comeback. Yeah, that's why it was, it was exciting to watch. Comeback. It was a fun was, game to watch. I mean, yeah, after I'm not, the first I'm quarter, you didn't it. watch anyone but the Chiefs because the I, the Texans couldn't do anything. So you're saying you just want to watch the Chiefs play. You want to watch seven on Look, seven, basically. At the end of the day, I don't want the Niners or the Packers to win. And I don't want the Packers. I don't think to the win, Titans. I don't can mind do the Niners. To, I, like, the Niners. I, dude, I don't I, want the Niners having that many Super Bowls either. I'll just I'll just say this, and then I want your guys' picks. Uh, well, you already I guess you kind of already said your picks. So move on to the next game. Um, yeah, so you two are Chiefs on Titans, but. Dude, I honestly think the best matchup in the Super Bowl will be the Titans versus the Niners. That'll be a physical ass game. It'll be I, pounding each other's faces. In my opinion, that will be. I think it'll be very similar to last year's Super Bowl if that happens, and it will solely depend on what Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo can do. Um, I think the it's. If that happens, I don't think the Titans will win at all. Dude, Derrick Henry versus Joey Bosa? If you're telling me that's not a good-ass game. Oh, I'm not saying it's going to be a win. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's not a good game. I'm just saying Dude, I Derrick don't Henry would run win. through Nick Bosa. Stop it. Derrick Henry is also like a foot taller than Nick Bosa. doesn't matter. Who, who, has, stopped, who has stopped Derrick Henry? Anyone? Literally nobody. That's what I'm saying. That'd be exciting. Dude, he's, si- he's like 6'7". I'm sorry. There's like nobody that can stop that man. Yeah, that's why he's so awesome to watch. A big man that can run that fast. That <clears> is crazy. <throat> like, However. Marcus Peters almost didn't catch him. I will contradict myself because I do like the shootout games too, but I also appreciate the defensive games. Like the last, last year's Super Bowl, I thought was awesome because I hate Tom Brady and he didn't have like a killer game. Like I was a good oh, defensive battle. Yeah, but we didn't have a we didn't have a defensive battle like that in how many Super Bowls? I mean, you're right. A, a sole defensive game. I thought that was I I liked I liked it. Just make Everybody sure you appreciate the defensive like game, it. especially um, since defense is being taken away more and more each year because it's all catered to the offense. Well, if you want to watch that kind of game, the Chiefs have to lose. Number one. Yeah. Um, and I think like I said, your best bet for a true true defensive game is exactly what you picked. I think the Packers could also provide that. I think the Titans would run through the Packers. I'm not even gonna lie here. I think I, they'll get I, to Rodgers. See, they could do that, but dude, the Smith brothers are pretty nasty right now. Yeah, but I just, I just, I honestly feel that the Niners have the best shot of beating the Titans and out of the three remaining teams, that includes the Chiefs. So like, I, I don't know. But the thing is, if this game gets out of hand, like the the Titans defense has to keep this game in check. If it gets out of hand, 
There's no way. No I, I think that Tannehill is keeping up with Mahomes. Mahomes is going to light that team up. If Chiefs go <laughs> up by two touchdowns, it's over. I'll agree. I'll agree with that, especially early. Yeah, I don't even think it got to be early. If they go up by two touchdowns, they're not coming back. If the Titans think, go up I by two touchdowns, think... I would feel more confident than the Texans when they went up by 14. I can agree because at that point they literally will just run. I mean, yeah, I that's think what they did. that's what they did the last two games. They they took Brady and Lamar off the field, and that's what they have to do with Mahomes. I, I don't think we're going to see twenty five plus rushes for Derrick Henry this game. I think they might try to put Deion Lewis in a little bit more, uh, just because if they, especially if they get down by a touchdown, I think you'll see Deion Lewis a little bit more, even though. I think Derrick Henry can catch the ball. He's not the greatest at it, but in Deion Lewis, yeah, it's just better it's at so it. predictable when you see Henry and you just know it's a run. So they yeah. do have to mix it up. So when Deion Lewis is in there, maybe you hand him a few. When Derrick Henry's in, maybe you pass a little bit. Yeah. You got to keep that fine line. And then definitely run the shit out of the play action. Yeah. I, in my opinion, I would, especially against Andy Reid, man, I, I would try to run as many plays with both Lewis and and Henry in there at the same time. Maybe not, you know, have them both run a route, maybe one block and then the other run, so you know you're not keeping them all so tired at the, all, at the same time. Right. Um, but I think putting them in at the same time is definitely going to help because then that really is, are you going to run or pass? We don't know because you got both of them in at this point, you know. Um, one that's probably I'll- something I would try to do. One thing I want to say before we get to the next game, we didn't bring it up in the last one, but after during the Patriots Titans game, how awesome was it that Vrabel was bending the rules like Belichick would against Belichick? Oh, yeah. yeah, like dude, that made me. And to see Belichick go fucking crazy, like, ah, oh, dude, I'm so happy. I hate Belichick. He's such a cheating scumbag. Asterisk next to him. Though. No, me too, but. That, you're telling me that's not a Belichick thing? Belichick definitely would have done that. How do you know? Oh, absolutely. He's just a bitch. But anyway, uh, the next game is the Niners-Packers. We were unanimous on the Niners. Niners, dude, they just have looked good all year. Um, I still think their offense needs that. They're going to need to elevate themselves a little more this game. If they, I, I don't expect it to get in a shootout. I honestly think the Niners would handle the Packers a little bit better. Maybe actually not as good, not as easy as the Vikings, but similar. I, I think that this is probably going to be at least, I don't know, a 10 to 14 point game. I mean, you I got think. the line set at seven and a half. I'd say that's going to be a pretty easy Niners pick there for me. Yeah, I would take the Niners for sure. Yeah, I, I, would, I would definitely take the spread for the Niners. Uh, I'm taking the Niners as, as a pick, period. So, yeah, me, I would do the, the parlay of Niners and the spread, but. Um, like I know the Packers are their their record indicates that they are a good team, but like that, that they just didn't really impress me all year. Nothing really stood out that said like they had way too many close games. Yeah, and I keep the, going back to if, that Detroit one that we talked about. That yeah. one was like really concerning, and it really showed that when Devonta Adams is not in the lineup, it's very hard for them to do anything passing the ball. And thank God for Aaron Jones. Um, Dude, he killed it this year. Yeah, he was, he tied for most touchdowns. First of all. With McCaffrey, which is kind of crazy. You think about that, you're like, Aaron Jones? 
but I don't want to do this. A lot of this hurts to do this, but shout out to you for taking Aaron Jones in fantasy football. Dude. As high as you did. I'm just going to point that out. Yeah. I I had Aaron Jones and Chris Carson. (laughs) I was waiting for Zombeck to say that. Uh, Those two showed up for me big time. Especially since my fucking receiver didn't for a long time. But uh, I will say this. We got to watch the 49ers. I know we all picked them, but George Kittle did not practice today. I know it's only Wednesday, Mm -hmm. but he did not practice due to an ankle injury. Um, D Ford also did not practice. I don't think he played last week, though. I don't think he's been in for a while. So I think he was rolled out, if I remember um, correctly. Tevin Coleman week. and Raheem Mostert both both full practice on the injury report, though. Elbow for Coleman, calf for Mostert, which I don't think Mostert played last week. I don't think he did either. Coleman definitely did play. I don't know if yes. he played the whole game, though. No, he didn't. He had a really good game. Um, and then Colin Alexander was limited, but that's, you know, pretty standard when you're coming off a torn peck when you shouldn't even have played the rest of this year. If Kittle's out, that changes the game dramatically. Yeah, it I does. Think it like, really, I, really favors the Packers at that point. Yeah. I, it, I would I, if, if Kittle's out, I would take the Packers by three. Yeah, I th- I'm inclined to agree. That's how much um, of a game changer he is. Packers have a few. I, I will have a lot more on the injury report, but most uh, they have a few full practice. Adrian Amos is on here, full practice. Blake Martinez, full pra- full participant. No, sorry, not full practice. Both of those guys were full participants, so probably nothing to worry about there, unless barring major setbacks. Um, Let's see. Preston Smith on here, limited. That could hurt them pretty bad. I did see that Alan Lazard, one of their depth receivers, was limited, but he should be good to go um, per uh, Colts' favorite Ian Rappaport. And then Jimmy Graham did not practice, but this was listed as veteran rest because he's fucking ancient. And same thing with uh, Brian Bulaga, also veteran rest. I want to so, make a I want to make a point and then let Zombek talk. Zombek's been quiet, probably because we're just talking over Zombek, but it's justified. Um, the the Packers still they concerned me even last week because they had a chance to really put the game away. They kind of had the, the foot down on the pedal, but then they just let Seattle get back in it, and then it really came down to the last drive. Like, the Packers, I think, were leading by – were they leading by? Was it like 17-3 at one point? Did I make that up maybe? Uh, but that sounds right. I think they I were leading know. by at least two scores, and fairly later on, like at least in the third quarter or something like that, and they just let Seattle come back, and you can't, you can't allow – you can't allow Russ to get in a, a rhythm or he's going to burn you. And they almost lost that game. So I, I don't know, man. I don't know if they get ahead in the Niners, they just got to keep the gas going. They, just oh, they were up 21, 21 to three, three at one point. Yeah, yeah. And they almost blew it. So I, you can't, you definitely can't do that against the Niners team. I think they'll burn you, especially how You're good right. the defense is. I think it was more the fourth quarter. So they scored their 28 points by, by the end of the third quarter. Um, they did 7-14-7, going 1-2-3, best in quarters. And the Seahawks turned it up in the second quarter, which I think at that point, if you're the Packers, and I mean, I, I think it's hard to not say for literally anybody that 
that's when you just try to chew the clock. You know, you got Aaron Jones, you yeah. got Jamal Jamal Williams. Yeah, you just chew the clock, just run the ball. So that comes down on the defense, and I mean, it is Russell Wilson. So at least, I mean, I know it's it sucks to say like they came back down, you know, twenty one three, but it's Russell Wilson. Like, you can't count that guy out. You got yeah. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett torched the Packers. Secondary. I know he won me. Yeah. 180 bucks. Thank you, Tyler Lockett and Devontae Adams. Yeah, so, like, it's tough, man. It's just, uh, Hollister and Luke Wilson also got involved a lot in that game as well. So, I mean, just credit to the Seahawks. Like, they didn't look like they were going to be that, you know, that big of a force going into the playoffs, especially when, you know, ProSize and uh, Chris Carson get hurt in the final week of the season or week 17. And then, yeah. you know, um, fuck, who's the other guy? Who's the third guy? Oh, I'm blanking on his name too, but he got hurt. Yeah. Like he got hurt prior. a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, what is his name? Rashad Penny. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, when you lose your three starting running backs, don't get me wrong, it's Russell Wilson, so he can do a lot, but, you lose your three starting running backs, like that's gonna hamper your ability, especially when you're bringing in a, a 30 plus year old free agent out of retirement that didn't even play that entire season. So it definitely it, it made them a lot more one dimensional. So all you had to do is, you know, kind of play pass defense against Russell Wilson, and as hard as that is, like the Packers did really well at the beginning of the game and. Russell Wilson just was like, yeah, I'm going to fucking hit time. I lock it up every single time I run out of the pocket, and it's going to happen, and there's nothing you can do. Well, so. Zombeck, we haven't heard from you, so. I mean, this is a game of passion. And that's all the time we have. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I really despise the Packers. Everyone should know that by now. I agree yeah. with you. I, I'm yeah. honestly on the same page with you. I hate Aaron Rodgers a lot. He's just a cocky douche. But, but carry I, mean, I don't. I don't love the Niners team either. I don't know why. I do love George Kittle, but they just kind of rubbed me the wrong way for some reason. I think Either I'm way. Here, let me, before you continue, I honestly think it goes back to Jim Harbaugh because Jim Harbaugh is very unlikable. Could be. And it's that kind of pass it's bringing you in. But I also really like Kyle Shanahan. I liked him when he was the offense coordinator. <laughs> and I've always loved John Lynch. John Lynch is a GM. I didn't think he could do it. I don't really believe in players being the GM. Like, we've seen it so many times. Matt Millen in Detroit in the early 2000s. Horrible. They call it the worst stretch in football because he traded so many picks and had so many bad picks. And uh, John Elway doesn't look that great either. He had one good thing, and I was bringing Peyton Manning in. But John Lynch, solid. Carry on. I mean, at the end of the day, you got the big villains out for us. You got the Pats out. You got the Ravens out. To me, if Aaron Rodgers gets to the Super Bowl, I will be just as pissed as if Tom Brady were there. So I'm going Niners for that reason. And they just better not disappoint me. It's kind of where I'm leaving it at. Yeah, I so I don't I don't like the Niners. I don't know. I, I like when bad teams become good. So when the Niners used to suck and now they're starting to become good. I, agree. I like it personally. Um, I like seeing the ever happening change aside from the fucking Patriots who will never go away. 
seems until Belichick is gone. But, um, yeah. So I'm, I I don't mind the Niners. Agreed. I don't want them to be tied with us, but the Patriots already are. So it's yeah, already still ruined. one more team. And yeah. like the Pats are at least on their downfall, it seems, whereas the Niners are kind of on their upswing. So still, it's already ruined. The Pats did it. It's fucking ruined. It's ruined for me. So sure, I don't care anymore. At the same time, I mean, say we win next year. If the Niners win this year, then we got two teams that are just one year away versus. Well, I'll put it this way: If I, the Pack, the Niners can win this week, but since I picked the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs are going to win it all. I agree. So it's here. You go. Future picks: When the Niners and Chiefs win, my pick for the Super Bowl is going to be the Chiefs. But uh, I'm speaking of futures, we currently have the Chiefs sitting at plus 130, Niners 155, Packers plus 700, and the Titans plus 750. So Colt, you might want to put your uh, yeah, put your money out there. Yeah, put it up now before the before the odds go down. <laughs> I will say, like I said, AFC. I whoever wins, I'm fine with. It. I do like both teams. I don't. If the Chiefs win, they need to win it all because I don't want to. I love Andy Reid. I don't want to see him lose the Super Bowl. Like that would be sad. Right, At least won. be able to get there. Like, he's so he's so likable, but he's already there once and lost, and that sucked. You know, he lost only by a few, but. I don't know. I just if the Chiefs make it, I don't think there. there's any stopping them at all. So I mean, if the I Chiefs think win the AFC week, wins regardless. I don't know, man. The Niners. I, I honestly don't think the Niners are something to sleep on. But I, uh, dude, the like they manhandled the Vikings offense. It's because Kirk man. Cousins sucks, but that's a different discussion, a different day. I mean, they said it during the game. They said that Kirk Cousins thrives whenever they blitz but he crumbles whenever they just get to him without a blitz. And that's what was happening. I mean, they were just running right through that line. He's garbage. He's garbage. It is what it, I mean, it, they is, didn't, what it is. Don't get me wrong. Like, D.E. Ford is a very important component for that 49ers defensive line, but you still already have just freaks on that defensive line. Literally all <laughs> four like, are just, um, just so good. So point I wanted to make before we close out. Uh Titans, if they make it the Super Bowl, they will be. If they make it, and win it. I think they'd be the only third. They'd be the third sixty to ever do it behind the Steelers and Packers. Huh. Uh, uh, it was the Steelers, the Giants, and then the Packers. Were the Giants a six seed? Yes, the first Super Bowl they won, they were six seed. Right. Okay. So they did it the year right after us. Okay, so I don't have that up, but I was just gonna say this is an incredible run since the Packers when the Packers went. The first game they went into Philly, they were 10 and 6. They finished the year at 10 and 6. In my opinion, I think this Titans run is even better than the Steelers and the Packers run. Uh, but the Packers went in to Philly, who were 10 and 6. Also, they went in and they beat Philly. Then the next week, they went into Atlanta, who was 13 and 3. They murdered that. They beat them by 21 points. Uh, actually. 20, hold on, 27 points. They won the game by 27 points. That is insane. Individual round playoff game. A 13-3 team. They won the divisional round. Still um, was the Falcons. I remember that. Yeah, and then they went into the Bears, who were 11-5. And, and remember, the Bears had a really good defense in the early 2000s. The next year, they went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Colts. Um, so they went in that team, and uh, they they were 11-5. and five. They beat the Bears. And uh, Ron Rivera was actually defense coordinator of that team. 
fun fact. Hmm. Um, and that, that one, they won only by a touchdown. But then to the Steelers, who did it first in 05, they went into Cincinnati. They were both 11-5. and five, And then we all know Carson Ballmer got hurt, and Steelers won by, you know, like a couple scores. Then they go into the Indy, who was 14-2. and two. It was really just beating Indy up until Bettis fumbles, and, you know, that almost lost the game. It didn't, thank God. Uh, so they won that one 21-8. And then they went into Denver. Denver was a really good-ass team. That's when Jake Plummer was a quarterback. handled Denver that game. Yeah, Denver was um, 13. They were the number and, two seed. Yeah, they were 13-3. and three. We, we yeah. uh, Steelers went in there and won 34 17 so yeah they and denver was the one that uh knocked out the patriots that year in the divisional round yeah in my opinion i think the steelers is better than the packers um run because like we went to and i don't want to say it's just as a steeler fan but went to indy the colts had the colts really started this trend of just like passing as we know it now like yeah Ben manning marvin harrison Dallas Clark, Colts. Reggie Wayne, like they were so Edron James. I don't know if you said that, but they were so yeah, him too. Like good at passing, dude. They yeah. And the Steelers went in there and they beat them. And granted, just basically with defense, I mean they really beat them up pretty good. Joey Porter sacked Peyton Manning, I think like on the goal line or something like that. Should have been safety, but whatever. Um, and then to go into Denver in those climates and just beat the shit out of Denver. Yeah, literally. It's basically that what Tennessee's crazy. doing. Um, Tennessee is really just sort of taking that 05 playbook and just going with it. They're, yeah, I mean, I think... They're playing 05 Steeler football. Uh, I think that right now, the Titans have more impressive wins. Like, I know the Steelers also did, you know, the the number three, one, and then two seeds, exactly how the Titans are doing it now. Um, but, like, the, the Patriots... You know, they had all their guys. They didn't have, like, I mean, they have offensive line troubles, but it's not like that really mattered. Like, it was a defensive game. I, I think the, the Patriots right now are way better than the Bengals were that year. Um, the Ravens are, like, it's it's the opposite of what the Colts were that year. Like, the Colts were all about passing, and now, you know, the Ravens did every, almost everything by rushing. Like, Crazy amount of rushing yards. Just you have you don't know what they're gonna do, um, or who's gonna run the ball. I guess I should say. I mean, you know they're gonna run, but and then you just have another just um, the number two seed who's just you know just on fire as well. And it's just the Titans. You know, I, I think would have just the best. Well, not the best. I think they'd have this, in my opinion, the second best run out of a six seed out of the four that will do it if they go on to win the Super Bowl. And I think the best one that, that did it is actually the Giants, one that you didn't mention. Because um, they went in and beat the Patriots that year after some crazy shit that shouldn't have happened. Like, I know they had a fantastic defense both times won the Super Bowl, but, just, like, that one exciting play shouldn't happen. Like, the David Tyree catch or – what's the, I forget what the other – crazy catch that uh, uh mario manningham on his highlight yeah yeah exactly like you you have those ones like if you go back oh that's why game. i didn't mention them you're actually are you talking about when they beat the undefeated patriots no i'm the, that's the, that was the first one 
were they were they the five seed then? They were the five seed, yes. Okay, I'm pretty sure weren't they the six seed the other time? I will pull that up now, but uh, they were the fifth seed that year. So let me. If it would give me. Can I just it was 2012. Have... Yeah, we're... I'm trying to find it. It doesn't. Oh, they won a division, so they were the four seed. Oh, were they really? Yes. Uh, so yep. Scratch all that. Yep. Yeah, so I'm wrong, Tyler. Yeah, I'm but wrong. if you were correct, then yes, I would say it was. But as always, I was right. Kind of sucks being right all the time. But dude, I know what you. I know what you mean. <laughs> all right. On that note, uh, we'll wrap it up. I am pretty pumped for these games. Um, uh, Zombek, you didn't really talk much because we don't like you. But do you have anything going out? That should be an exciting Sunday. And as always, Reed, number one. George, number two. See you next week. We're number four, so that's Zombie fine. Bro. George, anything going out? Or is that what your last is that is that what you want to end on? Is that what you want to drop the mic on that Zombek was for? I mean, he didn't win money, so he's done he's done. Like he he's now following in Chad's footsteps to go and die off. Chad didn't make playoffs. Yeah, you're next. Yeah, that's a good please, point. Please, please, I'll be back next year. What happened last year? Chad didn't make the championship game. Did, I, did he even I've, get third? I didn't. He didn't even make third. He lost first round. I All have, right, there you go. Yeah, Zombex. I knocked Chad out first round. All right, Chad's gonna knock you out first round, and look, then you're gonna go. Look, I have the yeah, best bro. team name next year. It's gonna carry me to the championship. We'll be good to go. On that note. Um, pretty pumped for this week and i'm off monday so i'm probably gonna drink an excessive amount of beer but, also off monday yeah and i will have sunday free because Brittany is working on sunday so also yeah i can't help you there bro i'm probably gonna be painting a room in my house so happy so. martin luther king day yeah for sure r.i.p um